Happy Friday. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for March 23rd. In today's news, an old rivalry in Idaho almost causes a government shutdown, but cooler heads prevail. The Trump tariffs freak out Wall Street, and the president's personal attorney in the Russia investigation resigns. But first, the big idea. The White House shakeup continues. President Trump named former Ambassador John Bolton as his new national security advisor, tapping the Fox News commentator and conservative firebrand to replace the ousted Lieutenant General H.R. McMaster. McMaster never forged the kind of bond that would allow him to speak honestly with the president. At times, Trump, who complained that McMaster was stubborn, didactic, and long-winded, seemed to tune him out. McMaster's struggles with Trump were often personal. When the president would receive his morning schedule and see he was expected to spend 30 minutes or longer with McMaster outside of his intelligence briefing, Trump would complain to his scheduler and ask to cut back the meeting. At times, Trump would tell McMaster that he understood an issue just to make him stop talking. Bolton will be a very different kind of national security advisor. To say he's a hawk would be an understatement. Just three weeks ago, he wrote a Wall Street Journal op-ed that said a preemptive strike against North Korea would be a perfectly legitimate course of action. He's been highly critical of direct talks with Kim Jong-un, though he did modulate his position when Trump agreed to such a meeting. He's even more hawkish on Iran. Bolton told Fox in January that Trump should pull out of the nuclear deal and work to overthrow the government in Tehran. In 2015, he called for bombing Iran in an op-ed for the New York Times. The addition of Bolton continues Trump's trend of turning to television personalities as he shakes up his staff. To be fair, the 69-year-old had an important arms control job under George W. Bush, and he was an assistant secretary of state under George H.W. Bush. But this is the reality TV presidency. Bolton appeared on Fox News, where he's routinely been a commentator for several years, just minutes after the president announced his appointment via Twitter, which caught some aides in the White House off guard. Bolton said he was surprised to receive a formal job offer from Trump when the two met in the Oval Office. I think I'm still a Fox News contributor, Bolton told the host. No, she replied, you're not, apparently. This is a true story. Bolton did not get nominated to be Deputy Secretary of State last year, in part because Trump was uneasy with his walrus-like mustache and thought he didn't, quote, look the part. It's not clear what's changed. Bolton officially starts on April 9th. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, the Senate passed the $1.3 trillion omnibus spending bill at 1 a.m. on Friday, a few hours after the House did averting a government shutdown with less than 24 hours to spare. The legislation was stalled until after midnight because Senator James Risch, a Republican from Idaho, objected to the renaming of a federal wilderness area after a deceased political rival. You can't make this stuff up. The rival is former Democratic Governor Cecil Andrus of Idaho, who died last year. Andrus and Risch clashed when both served in state government. A decade ago, Andrus was quoted on the record describing Rish as a, quote, mean, snarly guy. Ultimately, to placate Rish, the Senate passed a standalone measure to make the change he wanted so that the whole government wouldn't shut down. But the late Andrus might get the last laugh. The House objected to the change, and they don't plan to take up the standalone bill. So the wilderness area will likely be renamed after Andrus after all. 
Number two, Trump's announcement of $60 billion in tariffs on Chinese goods sent stocks plummeting yesterday amid fears of retaliation and a trade war between the world's two largest economies. By the time markets closed Thursday, the Dow was down more than 700 points. Trump's actions followed a government finding that China has treated U.S. companies unfairly by coercing them into surrendering trade secrets for market access. By challenging China, Trump is gambling that Beijing will bend before he does. Experts don't know how the strategy will work out, but they guess it won't end well for us. On Thursday, China threatened to raise tariffs on about $3 billion of U.S. imports if the dispute isn't soon resolved. Number three, John Dowd, Trump's top personal attorney handling the Russia investigation, has resigned. Dowd had been the president's point man with special counsel Bob Mueller, and he was negotiating the terms for the president to sit for an interview with Mueller's team. The president and his attorney regularly disagreed on strategy. Dowd has complained frequently to colleagues that Trump ignored his advice to, for example, not tweet attacks on Mueller. The tension reached a tipping point on Saturday when a Trump advisor tells us the president berated Dowd for not doing enough to highlight what he believes is corruption in the FBI. Dowd ultimately relented and issued a statement at Trump's insistence saying the investigation was corrupt and that Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein should shut it down. Dowd's departure leaves Trump struggling to recruit top-notch legal talent. Many people are unwilling to risk their reputations to represent Trump in an intensifying probe that's coming closer and closer to the president himself. Several of the most prominent white-collar lawyers in Washington have declined to represent Trump. And that's The Daily 202 for Friday, March 23rd. But one more thing before I go. If you're a fan of The Daily 202's Big Idea, please leave us a rating or a review on your Alexa app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you do that, you'll help other listeners discover our show. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday.